Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Skill Riders Podcast, episode number 229. I'm your host, 65 Lokes, checking in with you guys, see how you guys are doing. Man, a lot of new things dropping this week. Super excited. Uh, we yesterday got a restock of some uh, God Hand products. There's these, um, they're the model, the PN125 nippers from God Hand that we just got. It's been a while. Uh, we had put that order in for those some months back, and they had some delays, but they just they just arrived. We got those up on the site, and I'll tell you, those things are workhorses. Some awesome, awesome nippers that we just got in, and you know they uh, they're very inexpensive too. I'm quite surprised because you know they have their uh, what is it the ultimate nipper? That one's like. Up, up in the like $60 range or so but you have to be very careful using that one too because it's um, you could snap those you know um, you can't really go you can't really cut thick you know styrene I think the most you can go is maybe a one millimeter you can't do like a two or a three because that's just too thick um, for those blades but this one here I mean man it'll cut easy through a two or a three it's it's one of those ones where you just use them. It, it just runs through anything, and that's styrene. And then, you know, if you want to get really, you know, to the smaller pieces, smoother cuts, then, you know, you use other uh, their nippers for that there. But they're really nice, and they kind of have, like, a, a rubbery-type grip, too, on the handle. So it just, it just fits good on your hand. So I'm just psyched that we got those in finally. I... You know, those were some of the earlier ones that I had gotten when I started to step out of like the Tamiya nippers and, and, you know, starting to go deeper into what was out in the Japanese market for tools. And those were some of the early ones. And then that later was like the stepping stone to the Ultimate Nipper and Three Peaks and just all these other brands. I was just like, I have a drawer just full of different types of nippers that I've kept through the years you know and and i've i've used them you know through all this time but then it, it comes to a point where you kind of narrow it down to which ones are your like your dedicated ones but then again you know if something happens or if you have a particular you know build or or, or project you know which ones to to go because i have these two um these two uh tool um boxes these were, I believe they're, they're originally for like machinists to keep all their, their bits and tools for machining. And I acquired these from my friend, uh, Rudy, shout out to him. Many years ago, he had hooked me up with one. And then, uh, you know, later he had hooked me up with another one and they're both identical. So I have basically like twins, you know, uh, in these boxes and man, I, I love them. You know, any, anywhere where I've moved or where I've gone these things come with me, you know, and they're, and they stay in the house in my room, you know, um, even if I'm not working on anything at the moment or whatever, I still, I love opening that box, I love, you know, pulling out all the little drawers, just, you know, taking a look at what I have, and even if I'm not, like I said, if I'm not building nothing, maybe I'll pull out some stuff, clean them out, dust them out, whatever, or just organize them, make sure everything's like there, knowing like, all right, this is where all my tweezers are, all the nippers, all the chisels, everything, you know, and just kind of keep that nice and uniformed. And man, those, those, those boxes come in like super handy. Um, I, I tried looking some up to see if, if I could find like another model just like that. And I can't, I can't seem to find anything like that. There's similar ones out there, you know, um, for those that, that have like a big enough space of a bench, you know, I recommend one of those if you can find one, you know, if, if you want to put it up on the bench, I keep mine on the floor, like underneath the bench and above the bench, obviously I have the, uh, the hobby zone boxes all set up. That's like another part of organization for tools so a lot of my like quick you know or, or hands-on kind of tools that i need at the moment they're at arm's reach right there boom right uh those other 
boxes, toolboxes, I pretty much have all my extra excess or or just dedicated ones to a certain thing. So let's just say if, if I'm working on, a, if I decide, okay, I'm going to work on a Gundam, you know, I'm, I'm right now I'm geeking out on Gundams, let's say, and, and man, I want to build this one. So I got to open up that drawer and start pulling out, you know, everything that I use related to Gundam building. Because even the the styrene that's that makes the Gundam kits, all these Bandai kits, are way different from the styrene that's used for model cars. It's it's colored, it's softer. You can uh, sand it to clean up, you know, the 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 areas where you cut or to fill in seams. But then when you sand it down. You could actually get in there where you where you sand it down and it's nice and dull and then start going up in grits to the finer grits where next thing you know you're polishing it and you could even get to the very end where it's nice and shiny where it almost looks like like if it was painted and clear coated it's it's kind of crazy but you um, you can actually do that with with you know with colored parts from the kit and you know you you need obviously you know dedicated tools for that you know but the thing is like i said you know you uh learn some skills with that you learn how to how to cut how to clean up parts how to scribe you learn all these things in the world of gundam that when you step back into model building you take some of that information and some of those tools to your other toolbox and now your approach is going to be a bit different when you start building a model car especially just prepping the car itself you know and getting it all ready you know right now i'm getting ready to paint a car it's uh, a toyota 11 the with the pandem kit and this this uh this model i've uh, i've a i've had it for some for some time now and i i finally um just just got into it where it's it's been primered i revisit i it was already primered from last year and i ended up pulling that one back out i started just you know checking out the whole body trying to see like okay what areas are have blemishes or dirt or whatever right just any anything that that needs to be cleaned up and i started to see like small little particles within the primer from the last session that just needed to be knocked out uh there was also some areas of flash that i could see and now seeing it with a, a clear mind you know almost like it feels like new eyes on new eyeballs on it because it's been some time since the last time I worked on it I was able to notice all these things so I just took my time and I started to get the 400 grit sandpaper and I started to lightly sand those areas and get all that done the reason I wanted to go light on it was just because I didn't want to go backwards I had already put in a lot of work into the car putting all the pieces together and everything that this is just like minor stuff I knew that by sanding it, I was gonna smooth out some areas that were gonna need to be reprimered. So I just wanted to go really light so I don't go backwards and end up like, oh man, I, I'm like scratching, I'm putting some deep scratches in this car. I'm, you know, I, I gotta do more work. So I got all that stuff done. Um, and finally, the, I waited for the next day. I did a reprimer session of the body and uh, I started off by priming the interior of the body, getting under the wheel wells, inside the roof, inside the you know the door panels, everything from the inside, just just spraying that out. And I, I waited a moment. Once all that was dry, I flipped the the model back around, and now I was able to uh, primer the exterior. So all those areas where I primered, I, I got all that out. And uh, I let that car chill outside under the sun for some hours and then brought it back in and then just put it away. 
in a little in this little like closet that I use. And finally, the the following day, I pulled it out to check it out, and I just did like a really light wet sand with the 600 grit. So once I had that all set up, you know, I, I looked at the body, everything looked smooth to my eyes. Like, all right, cool. There is going to be obviously like a little bit of tooth with the 600. Um, it's not going to be too smooth, but for me, 600 it always always hit get good results with that so f finally got it in on that and now it's just chilling it's just waiting i have it in the case just waiting so uh, my plans are to use house of color uh pavo purple i hope i'm pronouncing that right and that's the color i'm going to go with it's pretty much a metallic purple so the whole body, the whole body is going to be uh, that color. I'm not going to, you know, do two different colors. Like, let's say on the uh, the white body, like on the fenders, you know, to the body. No, nah, it's all going to be one color. It's all going to be uniform to uh, to one color. I originally wanted to save that color for uh, this other Cedric that I was working on. But now, you know, I, I got my eyes already, like, I made my decision like nah I, I gotta do it on this uh on this pandem body I want this I want this one to stand out so uh we're gonna be going with that right there and uh once once that's painted I'm gonna wait maybe like a day or, or like a few days and when I get another opportunity uh, I'm gonna go ahead and clear coat that car seal it up so I'll do like a like a like a light clear coat the first time around and then after that's all done you know i'm gonna wet sand it get that clear nice and dull and then I, i'm gonna decide if if i want to put uh, water site decals on it on the exterior I'm, I'm still on the fence i'm not sure but i might and if so then that'll be the time to do it let that cure up and then uh, you know get get it ready for the next uh for the next clear coat the final clear coat session right there but but that's what i got right now you know i've been i've been kind of uh, taking my time on this one or or somewhat lagging it you know because uh, i i honestly thought man i'm gonna back then when i was working on it i was so amped like dude i'm, I'm gonna get this one done soon but then i got busy just stuff came up and there's just no way and and I don't want to be doing something where I can't, you know, where or maybe the motivation's not there, the inspiration's not there, because then it, it almost feels forced, and I'm not going to enjoy the build. I'd rather do it when when I can to enjoy the build more during the process as I'm doing it. And but in my mind, I already visually see it. I already see like how it's going to come out from the exterior. I'm still, uh, you know, get like trying to think of, of ways to be careful when I clear coat the front, like the grill. And the front bumper, because there's some some lights, you know, like some side marker lights that are gonna be popped in. And, you know, I don't, I don't wanna spray too much clear where it's gonna just build up and there's just gonna be no way for me to, to squeeze these in there, you know? So I have to be very careful on that. I'm gonna try to go really light on the front end, and and you know th those are those are challenges, but it's also like part of what is gonna really test my skills, you know. Because if uh, if I get too comfortable with just spraying clear the same way all the time, where all I want is a gloss finish, and and I'm just expecting that all the time. But there's some areas where it shouldn't be like that. You know, I, I gotta be careful and I also gotta be aware of like, all right, I got, you know, I gotta get, build up the practice of going lighter in these areas right here. So this way I don't run into those issues, fitment issues, and really get the clear on those areas where you, uh, you, you want the shine to be, I mean, most of the times, we want that to be on the roof, on the the hood, the trunk, fenders, 
you know if there's a lot of curves on that car um you know the doors things like that but then all these small little other areas you don't really need too much clear you know to make it look super thick like glass like on there just because you know there's already a lot going on in there it's very busy with the design of the bumpers that it's somewhat not needed and you know you just you, you don't want to overdo it where you're like man i can't even fit any none of this stuff fits like anymore the the cool thing about this kit is that the glass fits from the inside so you could pop that glass in from the inside so i don't really have to worry about the exterior on the window panels right there i could just like pop that in and bam we're, we're all set uh, but that that's one that i want to get done uh for this year and uh, I, I'm going to look at what alternatives I'm going to use for the interior for the purple. You know, I'm going to obviously look at some examples of things. Because right now there's many choices. I mean, I know for the most part, I always go with like a gray or like a black, you know, uh, for interiors or the dashes and all that. But but there's more options. You know, when I go on, on, uh, on X, for, formerly known as Twitter, I do come across other modelers from japan who uh post up their uh their builds and their interiors and i do notice that you know a lot of them used the tamiya paint rattle campaign but for their interiors they're actually using like aircraft paint from tamiya because i know tamiya has this whole other series of aircraft paint where even on the bottle or the can you could see the the image of, a, of an aircraft on there and when I started to see that and then seeing the interiors of their cars, I was like, oh, wait a minute, this looks nice because it's not glossy. When, they, when they're laying it on there, it's not like glossy paint. It looks more like a matte finish or, or nah, I don't want to say semi-gloss because I don't really see a shine, but it looks nice. It looks very natural that even like if, if you spray that, you could even weather it a little, you know, if you wanted to do add a little panel line. Uh, so some of the colors they have is like they have a lot of tans a lot of browns uh, there's also different shades of of like grays or even blues like blues going into grays that i'm like dang that 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 does look like more like something you would see in a in an interior car right there and i know i i've picked up some cans on my site to make available and you know there's people that pick them up I, and when i see those i think those people know about that it's almost i don't know if it's a little secret or what but i almost get the feeling like huh like i wonder because i remember never carrying them and then i ordered specific colors thinking like these would be great for an interior this is something i'd use on an interior and then later you know people pick them up and i was wondering hmm it makes me think i wonder if uh if, if, if they know you know I don't know and uh and yeah you know the more i look at the color oh damn there's a lot of different shades of stuff that can be used for uh for interior pieces right there especially uh i don't know like if you're uh like i saw this really nice there's this really nice lowrider that's like it's a caddy that's blue and for the interior they went with like this like tan color but it looks kind of orangey like an orangey tan color it looks beautiful like that's like dude like the color obviously on the exterior pops and then you see that interior oh my god it's like it just pops even more it makes it just makes that that, that car even more beautiful you know and i know for the most part you know when I'm painting my cars, I tend to go with the darker colors. And if I'm if I'm going with like a dark exterior color and then another dark color, like black inside, then you know all the details are gonna be lost. Like there, it's just on the inside, it's gone. Like no one's gonna see it. But if you go more for a lighter color inside, then it's gonna stand out more. It's gonna when someone hovers over your model and looks in there. They're gonna, they're gonna be able to see what's going on inside, you know. 
so those uh i'm gonna be getting more of those and and i'll I'll post them in my stories so you guys can check those out right there if you're curious about that uh but the the tamiya rattle cans they do they do make some really nice like neat interior and it's and it's cool because when you're doing like interior pieces and you want to lay some paint on there and you just want to do it fast it's it's nice that you're able to have that color in a can and you can just shake up the can you know get the part spray it and it's just like it's cool it's you're ready you know like let it dry from there you could you know once it's all dry bring it in the house and start detailing it the way you want it right all those small little parts and everything start detailing all that with your brush and uh, or bare metal foil you know get get all up in that right there but yeah those those there's just so many so many options out there uh, so many like cool little uh, little things and uh, we also started getting these new uh, not that they're new they've been out but for us they're new in the store Hasagawa makes these these like file sets and there's like a beginner entry level set there's also like a professional that that's what it says on the <laughs> on the thing professional file set and then there's also another one that's more of a wider range of a, of a file set that they make available there and uh, we just started acquiring those so those are those are coming in there's also going to be a huge uh restock of top studio for you guys that are like stock top studio heads that just like you know geek out on this stuff and use it uh the the last batch that i got you know a lot of the uh the the, the pieces in there they um, I, I sold out of a lot of them and i'm running low i have a lot of the fittings still available uh, little toggle switches things like that but but there are going to be there's these new uh like tubings that that they just released they're clear tubings so uh i've seen um giuseppe and other model builders where they like to use these like clear tubings and i mean i don't know how these guys do it but they make they make it look like there's liquid inside like yellow you know like the oil or, or something just like running through there it looks really nice um, they're going to come in various sizes. Um, you can use them in 124, 125th scale, uh, 112 scale for those that build like the uh, motorcycles as well. Um, all that stuff we're gonna we're gonna be getting that in soon. Um, you know, I would say I mean we're already at the end of January, so I would I would estimate next month in uh, February. Do expect that there is going to be. Uh, top studio stuff uh coming in just a a wide range of of things but some of the new stuff also because they did uh let notify us you know they they had some new stuff coming in so we're gonna definitely uh jump on that and uh get that to you guys because that i do see that there there is a lot of people using that on their uh on their builds and man they they do some some cool stuff that that's for sure um man what else uh, oh so this thursday man i'm a, the excitement doesn't stop so this thursday shipment coming in of kits and this is like these are going to be some new kits these are some new ones from uh aoshima one of them being the uh aventador this is the box art on this one it's like a it looks like a metallic like gray with black like a black hood and it's the the ventador it's like a special edition like a volume one or version one sorry volume i'm not thinking about like albums version one later there'll be a version two but this one here the first time we get it in it just it just uh dropped like last year like late last year in japan and it's making its way to the u.s and to our doors so uh we're getting that in making that one available and man it's right now i feel like lambos have been hot right now 
especially from what I've noticed, like, on our part, you know, we've been getting different Lambos, and, I mean, people have been picking them up, and they're they're really fun to build. You know, the the first time when I went ahead and and built mine from Aoshima, I was, like, tripping on just some of the... The new tooling they added in there to to make you drop the car to camber the wheels to just get it really really low right where that technology i hope that they start to imp- implement that in all their new kits you know especially those like toyota celsius the the ones you want to do more of a vip vibe you want to camber up them wheels you want to drop it as low as you want you know those would be a perfect fit not saying that they need to do it on all their cars but just like specific do it to specific cars uh things that are that are coming out but if they did that man it, it would definitely switch everything up like in the game it, it would for uh lowering cars it would definitely help out especially the stance in a lot of cars and it also makes me wonder you know like what if they even sold that set of just like separate right um that you or i don't know i don't want to say like yo buy a lambo kit take the bottom parts off and use them on another kit you could do that but then again you're gonna just be wasting a whole lambo kit you're not even gonna be able to build it the way it's intended to be built but if, but if there was a way to get those parts extra, how crazy would that be to just be able to uh, to put that, you know, on like a Fujimi kit or a Hasegawa, like any, anything outside of Aoshima or within Aoshima and just be able to like really drop your car. Like that would be so dope. That'd be crazy. Um, it would definitely help out a lot. Uh, but then again, you know, I know a lot of people like to get tested in their skills. People like to be, you know, to know, hey, I still got it. I still got it. I, I know I could drop this car. I know I could lower it. I know I could camber it. And it could do all these things. So, you know, I, I respect that as well. Um, but that, but those, uh, you know, the, the, the Lambo kits are, are just... They're, they're really nice man the liberty walks especially you know the all these liberty walk additions that they keep dropping you know the the next one we're expected to get is the Murcielago. man i know there's a few people that got in them uh model kit chris uh slowly models i know them too from you know out in the uk and australia they both received one from aoshima and you know i don't know who else is getting one but man like it's exciting to see these guys get these kits open their boxes because i mean these dudes put in the work these dudes like do their thing and and it's just like it just looks really nice the presentation the outcome and and just seeing like the steps of everything coming through so it's like it's it's really cool to see that uh, we are going to be getting that kit in as well. We're not doing any pre-orders, though, in case, you know, if you're interested in a pre-order, we're not. Uh, because we don't know when they're going to show up, you know. So we would we would much rather just wait, have the, the listing up so you know that it's there. It will say sold out because there's no quantity. We haven't received anything. But just wait until we um, we get those in. And then once we get those in, they, uh, they'll be available. You know, we'll let people know that those are coming in. And, uh, and then once they drop, you know, you can order them uh, there at scalewriters.com. But we're definitely getting those in. Uh, you know, I'm trying to see, like, what else I can get in that's, that's, you know, that we normally don't carry in the site. You know, we're just trying to get some different stuff in i know i know we you know we do carry a lot of aoshima we do carry a lot of fujimi hasegawa uh nunu hobby we do carry a lot of that stuff but we're trying to get within those lines some stuff that's different some stuff that we normally don't carry you know and uh 
oh man, I see like this this really cool Nissan Z right now just cruising through. I don't know if you can hear him, but um, yeah, we're in a little bit of traffic right now. We're getting through, but I was just my eyes just got distracted right now by this car. Let's see if we can hear it. You hear that? I probably can't hear it. I try to get close to it. Yeah, I um, that thing looks low. Um, so the like I was saying earlier, Mauricio Lago is coming out, dropping through the Liberty Walks. Mm. Oh yeah, variation of kits coming in. There are some like Formula One kits that I want to get. They are in like 124 scale and. I know people like to build those in a larger scale or whatever, but hey, they're available 124. And when I see some of those liveries, they look dope, you know? I don't really know too much of that world, right? That's still like, that's like, like new for me, right? It might be new for a lot of people, but then there's others that are like, they're not new. That's like, you know, they know that, you know? And, and I, I want to carry some of that stuff, you know, because who knows? Maybe I might want to build one or someone's want to build them, you know, because any kit that you go after to build, you're going to learn, you know, you're going to learn something from it, you know, and, um, and I do want to get some of that. Um, I also want to get more of our, like, like motorcycle kits. I want to get more of those, you know, this last NNL, you know, I was thinking about this the other day is uh, I saw like I don't know maybe like 10 or 12 motorcycles I'm pretty sure there was more but there was like at least like three that caught my attention by the details and everything I mean all these bikes were like beautiful they were all so dope but there was some that like especially these Tamiya ones that I saw it just, I was like, dang, like, it had me staring at them for a while, you know, um, looking at the carbon fiber that was applied to these, uh, just looking at the hoses, all the, the little bolts, all that stuff, the exhaust, everything that was like on these bikes that just made them look so realistic. You know, for the most part, when you see uh, these motorcycles built, you know, they're, they're obviously a different scale from a car. So, you know, they look bigger when you see them next to a model car. And and it's almost like I can see how they could get overlooked. Like, you see them and you're like, oh, dope. But you don't really, like, look at it until you get really, really close. And then you're like, oh, man, like check that out that's like it just has so much to it you know and and man there was something that really it just it, I was it got me excited and I was just thinking like man I know out there there's like there's like I was just imagining like a crew a crew of dudes that like just build bikes like that's all they do and like they speak in code and it's all about the bikes and they get together once in a while they don't really like mention well they don't even they don't even go on instagram they don't go on the internet they're just behind the scenes they build these like super dope badass bikes and then they just bust out at these shows i don't know that's, that's, that was that's where my mind was going at when i saw these bikes i was like dang these are dope these are super cool so i don't know but i do want to uh get some parts and stuff like that for that because I know we do get like the uh, the fork kits from Tamiya that they make specifically for their uh, motorcycles but you got to go more than the forks you know and I know Tamiya doesn't make that you know top studio does and there's some other companies that do 
do those things. But it's but that's the thing. It's like we gotta uh, expand on those things so this way uh, people that are into that know and and they can pick some of that stuff up you know in our site and that way they're not like oh man where do I get this or oh do I have to like keep ordering overseas or whatever you know I can just get it here homeland Um, man this coffee got cold quick the heck I made a coffee at the house like the instant coffee and I don't I don't put nothing in my coffee I just drink it black like I don't I don't know I used to put sugar and creamer and all this stuff like I remember going to a friend's house and uh, they're like hey you want a coffee no 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 I'm, I'm fine and normally it's funny because uh, when you know when like I don't know if it's tradition but it's, I don't think it is it's just you know typically when when you know Mexican families, they offer you like, oh, you you know, you want something to eat, like something small to eat. And everything's cute. Everything is sound. They make it sound cute and small, but it's not like that. It's huge. Everything's huge, right? So they'd be like, hey, do, do you wanna, do, do you want like a little coffee or something? And then you go, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah, little. You know, you're thinking, yeah, a little, little cup, you know, little shot glass or something, right? And then it's like, big old cup, coffee. Oh, do you want some sugar? Uh, yeah, sure. All kinds, like, big old scoop of sugar. Yo, you like it sweet? Here's some creamer. It's like, dang. And, um, yeah, I remember I was, like, younger, just drinking coffee. Or my mom, here, here's some sugar. All kinds of sugar. Dang. And that's how I would drink my coffee. Like, it had to be sugared up. Right? And... In my mind, I'm thinking like, oh yeah, the coffee, it's, it's doing its job. It's keeping me awake or whatever. Nah, it's all that sugar. And um, and then I had friends that would just drink it just straight, just black. Like that. And I'd be like, dang, dude, let me, let, I got to try black. And I tried it and I didn't like it. I was like, oh man, that tastes, that tastes weird. But then um, one time I, uh, I had coffee and there was no creamer, no sugar. And I just saw this cup. It was just like hot and I was like I could just see the smoke coming out of it right and I was like dang and I really wanted coffee I guess I'm just gonna have to drink it so I just kind of let it chill a little you know let it chill not too I didn't want to drink it too hot and I started sipping it sipping it and I could taste like the like the roast or whatever the that type of coffee it was I think it was Colombian coffee at the time and I was like man this has a good flavor and I smashed it, and I was like, "Man, this this coffee was good. Uh, it wasn't so bad." And then later, I have had another one, and then I switched it. You know, I had like a like just I don't know, like a whole another flavor. And I was like, "Dude, this this was good too." You know, and then I just was like, "You know what? Um, like, let me just get the regular Folgers instant coffee." Man, I forgot the Folgers. I, I think, didn't Folgers have, like, a theme song? I wish I knew it because I'd sing it right now if I could. Or hum it or whatever. But I, I got the instant. Boom. Heat up the water. Boom. Get a, a spoonful of this. And just drink it. And I'd be like, oh, man, this this is good. Right? And um, and no sugar. I just was like, I'm done. I'm done with the sugar stuff. I'm just, I don't want to be drinking no sugar. And I just got so used to it. So, like, you know, if I if I have coffee at different places, whether, you know, I make a stop somewhere at a coffee shop to get a coffee or, you know, a friend offers me coffee at their house or we have it at my parents or wherever, friend's house, anywhere. And I just drink it black. I could, I could taste the flavor in whatever type of coffee, you know, it was uh, made by. And, um, dude... Um, I had this, uh, this coffee a while, like last year and, um, man, this one was given to me, scale model cars all the way in Hawaii. He gave me this and, um, I was like, dude, like, what's this? And it was like a bag, right? With coffee in it from Hawaii. And I was like, I've never had this one. I was like, let me try it. 
So I prepped it, boom, boom, got it ready, had my cup. Dude, that thing was so good. Like, it might have lasted me like two weeks. Got that gone. Like, smashed it, dude. And, um, and then we're at n and And then, uh, Scale Model Cars brought me a new bag. He re-upped me with the new one. He surprised me. He didn't tell me. He was just like, here you go. I was like, dude. And, um, I, I've been, I've been having that too. Like, in the mornings, I, I got these, like, like these other little cups where I have to pack it in there with that and then I don't know you guys, you guys know what I'm talking about but anyway that coffee is like bomb it's like super good love it thank you bro it's like so dope I'm gonna have to just start ordering it online or something from Hawaii that way I, I don't keep uh, that way I don't, I don't bother you hey dog I need more of this but uh, what was I gonna say uh so yeah, right now though I'm driving and I'm like sipping it. I don't mind drinking it cold either, you know. But I'm just saying, damn, this thing got cold. I was just kind of letting it sit there as I'm like talking and uh, and recording this episode. Yeah, it's almost done though. I gotta um, gotta finish it. But that's it. Just one cup and that's it. No more. I don't I don't drink no more than a cup. You know, sometimes I drink it at night before I go to sleep. And it doesn't even keep me up, though. If anything, I drink it. I relax a little bit, like 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, and I get drowsy. Boom, sleep. And I just go to bed. And I knock out completely. Like, I'm just like, out. Oh, it doesn't keep me up. I don't know. I don't know. I know people say, oh, yeah, coffee keeps me up. and that. It doesn't do it to me. I don't know. It might be like a mental thing or what. But I know for me, I just, I just drink it for what it is, you know. And, uh, but sometimes I tell myself, all right, I'm not going to drink coffee this week or two weeks. And then I, I get off it. And, um, and then when I come back to it, I'm like, all right, cool. You know, I try not to, uh, cause there was a time I was, I was just drinking coffee every day. Like, then I was like, nah, I gotta, I gotta stop that. I gotta have some self-control with that. So it's like, it's like a switch, like on and off on it. But, um. When I do these long drives, I like to uh, definitely have a cup for sure. So this way uh, keeps me warm. Because, it, man, it's been cold lately, you know. But back to building. So these, I um, um, wanted to share a, a little, uh, I don't even, it's not a secret. Maybe a tip. Let's just say it's a little tip. So... Aoshima makes detail up parts, right? And there's a Huracan um, set that they make for one of their like original Lamborghini Huracan kits, right? The box art, it's a green one. It's a green uh, car that's on the cover, a green Hur- Lamborghini Luke Huracan, right? And and that's you know one of their earlier kits. They come out with that one once in a while. They'll print it. They kind of haven't just because they know that the demand right now has been Liberty Walk. It's been pretty heavy. They've been going more in that direction, right? And they've been having a lot of su- success uh, with that. So uh, with that said, when I was building my uh, Liberty Walk Kurokan. You know, I, I had I was almost done with it. You know, I remember using the the zoom on mesh to uh, cut all that out, all that mesh out, like the honeycomb mesh, to fill in those areas because I wanted to remove the plastic that's emulating the mesh in the grill. You know, and in other parts throughout the body, I wanted to get rid of that. So this way, I could just put my very own. Uh, mesh from zoom on and uh, to make it look a little bit more of that realistic more depth look right so uh, started doing all that work and everything and then when I would see the car mocked up I had it you know on on my bench and I would look at it and look at it and be like alright and I was looking at all my cars and I, and I was telling myself alright Liberty Walk GTR has disc brakes. My uh, 
the uh, EF9 Honda Civic has disc brakes. These are the Zoomon ones I used. I was like, how is this car not going to have any disc brakes on, on the car? These wheels are huge. You know, they're probably, what, like 20-inch wheels? And you could look, you could... You can look at the the brake pads like stand out. The calipers stand out, and even the the brake, uh, the discs, right, are gonna you they're very visible. So I was like, you know, I'm already using little rivets on this thing. I'm, I'm using all this detail in the car, but what what size disc brakes? I don't have that big size disc brakes and I put the zoom on ones and those are small like they don't even make them that big right I'm on they're not even that big it's, it's gonna look weird so uh I was kind of looking online and then I saw that they had some for the Huracan and then I started like looking at the the I started googling images and I started looking at I found like a scan of like the instructions like the breakdown of what was on the sheet and I was like, oh man, that right there, they look like the same exact shape, right? And I started to tell myself, they have to fit. They're Huracan. Why would they go out of their way to like spend more money to create a whole new mold just for that small part? You know, it, it doesn't, it wouldn't make any sense, right? They, I could see it more being for the exterior body, but not uh, for the, um, uh, what do you call it for the disc brakes and just the shape of it like the back the rear brakes to the front brakes I was like that matches so I took the risk I was like you know what I'll, I'll buy it I'll, I'll put them on there if they fit oh my perfect we're, we're good if it don't fit then oh well I'll just have to save those uh, for if I ever build that original one that was released and I'll use it on that so got it in I uh, polished them and everything, and well, before I polished them, I did the fit, and they fit fine, perfect, like a glove. So happy, pulled them out, polished them, uh, put some panel lining on them, scuffed them up a little, like you know, sanded them a little when I uh, polished them, put them back on, and man, these things like, like, they just, it just looks more realistic, right? Like it just, I really like the look of it. And it just, it made, it made the model for me, for me. I was just happy. Like, I'm satisfied. Yes. So that's on there. And I started to think like, you know, this, this can be used. If you're looking for disc brakes, you can use that. But then I started looking at the, at some of the areas where I used um, my, like the zoom on mesh. Right. And I realized, man, I was, I actually could have used even some of these grill pieces here that were already pre-cut to fill in those areas and and even um there was this one these one parts that went on the uh, the side like behind the doors right when you open up the doors it's like in the bottom little corners that it had like a like a honeycomb vibe where right there you could also you could have used the mesh but i didn't because i was just at that time, I was just like, well, I don't have anything. I, I don't know. Even if I cut something, how's that? How's it going to hold in there? You know, so I just decided to just basically use the, the plastic one. Right. But then what happens is once you put that, then you layer another piece of the body kit on your car. And then that's it. You can't that piece isn't going to come out off no more. Right. So when I looked at this one, I was like, dude, it's these the parts are right there. I could use these. And I was like, man, I was like kicking myself, you know, but it was already too late because I had already glued all that stuff on. I was already beyond that. That step was already gone. So, uh, you know, there's nothing I could do, but, but it's one of those things I like if, if I ever built another Huracan, that's definitely bam, what I'm going to go with, uh, right there, uh, with that. Uh, for the Aventador, I believe they also do another one. Uh, there's another uh, Aoshima detail upset. Uh, detail, yeah. Up. It sounded like I said upset. But <laughs> detail up. 
space and then set. Uh, they also do one for the hook. So I'm very curious now as to like, hmm, maybe I can also use that set, that particular one for this. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do more research on that, and if 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 that's so, then I'll end up acquiring it and testing it out, and I'll let you guys know. Uh, but but man, there's just so many uh, there's so many like neat things that are dropping. There's also these uh, these uh, Salvino uh, kits. You know, they do a lot of the the racing kits, the NASCAR and all that. They um, they have these nice Camrys that they've been putting out, and I've been getting them, you know, in the store. So they're, they're these nice. Uh, man, I gotta get my sunglasses out now. Now the sun is is in my direction since I curved around. All right, let me let me throw these on real quick. Um, so they've been busting out with these uh, these Camry kits, and I mean they do have the lace race livery and all that if you want to build it that way but it almost looks like if you do some body work to it fill in some areas cut some stuff out you can actually possibly um, you know instead of a race car make it just like a regular car and give it a nice paint job slam it maybe camera some of those wheels and um, and tint the windows paint the, the interior black you know because you, you're gonna have to want to hide the interior because it's gonna be more like race <laughs> but we're going more for the static look that exterior look right we don't we know we don't really care about you know there's really not gonna be no engine and all that it's just gonna be more of the uh, the exterior look and I think those would look nice. I think they'd look they'd look pretty dope uh, right there. But if but if you do want to build it the raceway, we do also have those as well. So um, that's that's also new. We're gonna we're gonna keep getting those in. They they come in uh, the different uh, different liveries uh, for those. I think we have them all except for one. I think we're missing one, but we will be getting that one in later. Uh, but I know we are we do have them all all the ones with the different liveries and I mean even they catch my attention I'm like man like I feel like I want to build one of them right there I mean there's so many kids I want to build but I know that I don't have the, the time to build them all so I have to be very specific as to like which ones to dedicate my time to to build that when I do have that that time you know um but hey, whatever you guys are building, just when you guys post it, just tag, tag me. Especially, uh, you know, if it's on your post or your stories or whatever, uh, just tag me so I can uh, reshare, reshare it on there on my stories. And uh, on Instagram, you know, if you want to look look at the latest, like some of the latest stuff that we get in, a lot of the videos I've been like busting out with. If, if you guys follow me there and you guys see the videos, you'll see that I do this process where I'm just like stacking things on top of each other. A, a lot of those items are items that are that I'm shipping out. Those are all items that are for customers that are going out. So that gives me an opportunity to showcase some of the items that I have in hand that are at the store available that's going out. Uh, so if you do see that, um, I, am, I am recording those uh, daily. Or every other day, you know, depending depending on the flow of orders, um, I, I do try my best to record as much as possible to get the word out. And and some of it has to do with you know showcasing that I do have the actual items because you know there's a lot you know I was I was using a lot of stock photography stock photos that are you know that I get from the companies when their new uh, products are out or coming soon or whatever. And, and you know, a lot of the these photos, you know, they, they get them professionally done. They look nice and clean and everything. But then again, you know, um, I, I know, you know, 
my customers or people that follow me on Instagram or social media or even listen to this podcast or, or just know me in person or whatever, have seen me at a show, whatever, you know, or et cetera, let's say. Um, they know I'm legit. They know, they know this whole thing's legit. Items I have, um, I, if I have them in stock, you know, they're available and I ship them out in a timely manner. You get them in a timely manner and it's never of like, oh, you know, I don't know or nah, nah, none of that. It, it, it's serious. It's a business and everything. And, you know, I was using stock photos and in my mind, I started to think, you know what, like who isn't else using these stock photos? Everybody's using stock photos. Everybody who has a store, you know, and there might be some stores that are not legit, you know, there might be some stores that probably don't come through or whatever, or even these things are up on eBay or they're on Amazon, whatever, they're everywhere, right? And, uh, and it's like, I know it's going to take a long time for me to be like, oh, I got to take photos of everything, you know, on my site, yeah, everything's going to be like uh, some stock photos, but at least from what I promote in any of my social media outlets i like my goal this year is like you know i gotta go more video and i gotta go more for like for people to actually see the things in the videos of what i have in hand there you know in the site because i don't want to just keep posting like one image of a stock item and, and that's it you know i want people to physically see the item for for what it is there you know and uh, and then that way they see, oh man, like you know, he does have it. It's right there. It's not an illusion. It's not fake. You know, this this stuff is there. Um, because I, I you know, whenever I'm I'm into something, I, I geek out on something. Whatever things I follow, I follow follow their social medias. You know, they do use like stock photos or whatever. I mean, I, I know they're legit. So and I'm a customer, so I I buy from them. But also, like, if I see, like, records, let's, let's just use that as an example. I see a stock photo of a vinyl record, like, oh, it just came out, they're available. I'm like, dude, I want that record, boom, I'm, I'll order it. But when I start seeing videos of them flipping through the records, like, oh, check out all these records we just got in, and it's like, boom, 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 they're showing you all the records as they're flipping through them. I'm like, woof, they, they really got them in, you know, like, like I'm putting in my order like right now because I, I wanna I want that I've been looking for that record, you know, and and just going going about it that way, uh, you know. That's just me. Uh, I don't know how you guys feel about that, but let me know. I, I'm very curious. You know, do you guys want me to keep doing the videos, stock photos? Like, what do you guys prefer? You know, but uh, later I think I'll be going more in depth into videos and stuff and um, and also I had mentioned about a while back doing a, like a, a pack of tools for those that are just uh, like getting started um, or those that are already been doing it for years but maybe want to uh, step up upgrade the tools out with the old and with the new or just maybe getting in some of the new and uh, comparing or enhancing the toolbox and um, you know I just you know those final final pieces tidbits of things that I need they they arrived so I just need to now put the pieces all together uh, start putting together a pack and grouping them taking a photograph doing a video and uh, getting getting that on the website um, for for people to see, I, I think that's gonna be pretty dope for people to see that that um, that's available. Because you know sometimes I get hit up questions, you know, which which one do you recommend, or or you know, I, I want to get into this. You know, getting started. I don't know what to get. And this way, I point you in the in the right direction, and be like, "Bam, here it is." Because um, you don't want to recommend someone like, terrible tools, you know? Dan, TT, terrible tools, like terrible twos. Um, you don't <laughs> you don't want to recommend that because 
then you're just off in a bad start. You know, it's like it's like starting off the day bad. <laughs> you know, you don't you don't want to do that. You know, you want to uh, recommend people some good stuff so they could get into it, see some progress, get over those walls, see that progression, and go from there. But but yeah, not the not the terrible tools. You know, well those will come out later. But but hey, dudes, I'm gonna let you guys know. Like go, come on, no, let you guys go. I gotta take off. This is 65 Lokes checking out Scale Riders. For everything, check out scaleriders.com. Um, if you guys are looking for uh, some t-shirts for this new year of 2024, we do got some shirts up that you could order different colors, different sizes at 124limited.com, 124ltd.com. So check it out. All right, guys. Peace out. Episode 229. And I'm out.